This is Mountaintop History, a podcast produced by the Thomas Jefferson Foundation at Monticello. Mountaintop History brings forward meaningful stories from this historic home and plantation, from the past and from the present. My name is Kyle Chattleton. And I'm Olivia Brown. Thank you for joining us. We hope you'll learn something new. Today's episode is adapted from a 1988 piece titled Snowbirds and Superior Beings, written by Monticello's Shannon Senior Historian, Cinder Stanton. Early in November 1772, when he had a wife, a month-old child, and an unfinished house, Thomas Jefferson acquired a family pet. For five shillings, he bought a mockingbird from Martin Hemmings, the enslaved son of Elizabeth Hemmings, matriarch of the family owned by Jefferson's father-in-law, John Wales. This mockingbird was the first in a procession of singing birds that would always be part of Jefferson's household. Jefferson purchased two more mockingbirds from Martin Hemmings's brother, James Hemmings, the following year, evidence that the wild mockingbird, a conspicuous presence at Monticello today, was likely absent from Jefferson's mountaintop at that time. Twenty years later, wild mockingbirds arrived, following in the wake of the westering population. Riding from Monticello in May 1793, Thomas Mann Randolph informed Jefferson in Philadelphia of the advent of the first resident mockingbird on the mountaintop. Jefferson responded, quote, I sincerely congratulate you on the arrival of the mockingbird. Learn all the children to venerate it as a superior being in the form of a bird or as a being which will haunt them if any harm is done to itself or its eggs. I shall hope that the multiplication of the cedar in the neighborhood and of trees and shrubs round the house will attract more of them, for they like to be in the neighborhood of our habitations if they furnish cover." End quote. The mockingbirds Jefferson purchased in the 1770s came with only a stock of songs from the woods and fields of Charles City County. Jefferson may have provided additional musical instruction himself. If he, in fact, carried a bird to France in 1784, it may have added to its repertoire some sounds common to mockingbirds exported from America. After their month-long transatlantic voyage, the birds interspersed their first European performances with long imitations of the creaking of the ship's timbers. At least two of the birds in the President's house in Washington, D.C. had already received singing lessons when Jefferson purchased them in 1803 for $10 and $15, the usual price of a singing mockingbird. Jefferson's butler, Etienne Lemaire, was apparently proud of their serenades, which included popular American, Scottish, 
and French tunes, as well as imitations of all the birds of the woods. Jefferson's weather memorandum book reveals that he had at least four mockingbirds, including one Jefferson named Dick. Dick is unquestionably the, quote, favorite mockingbird, whose cage Margaret Baird Smith described as suspended among the roses and geraniums in the window recesses of Jefferson's cabinet at Monticello. According to Smith, Jefferson cherished the favorite, quote, with peculiar fondness, not only for its melodious powers, but for its uncommon intelligence and affectionate disposition, of which qualities he gave surprising instances, end quote. She continued, It was the constant companion of his solitary and studious hours. Whenever he was alone, he opened the cage and let the bird fly about the room. After flitting for a while from one object to another, it would alight on his table and regale him with its sweetest notes, or perch on his shoulder and take its food from his lips. Often when he retired to his chamber, it would hop up the stairs after him, and while he took his siesta, would sit on his couch and pour forth its melodious strains. In the spring of 1809, after Jefferson made his final southward migration, he wrote to Lemaire from his retirement at Monticello, quote, My birds arrived here in safety and are the delight of every hour. This has been another episode of Mountaintop History, a collaboration podcast between WTJU and the Thomas Jefferson Foundation. Join us for new episodes every two weeks on Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and the Virginia Audio Collective. To learn more about Monticello or to plan your next trip, visit us online at monticello.org.